Well, hello everybody and welcome back to the Valley Dreams podcast. My name is Faith Aida, your host for those who do not know me and those who have not listened. Do you know that there's all links to the episodes on Linktree, on, on, on all my social media platforms. You can just go there and listen to them, listen to all the old episodes and have yourself a blast as you achieve your dreams. We are back with Paul talking about purpose and we'll just dive straight into it. If you have any questions, you can get in touch with myself or with Paul directly or, you know, we'll figure it out. Paul. Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah, you, so, Glad to be here again. Yes, the big question about purpose. How? The how? So, yes, purpose is a good thing. I need to know my purpose. And, you know, it's never too late. Blah, 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 blah. How? Yeah. How yeah. do I find my purpose? You know, and, and I think it even ties into that. You know how you said last in, in the previous episode that we, we define ourselves based on family, what we do, what we studied, and we, you know, we just built around the real who are you. It yeah. also sort of comes in this purpose question comes in when you asked, so where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. still figuring out <laughs> you're still figuring out this week. It's yes yeah. it's, it's quite complicated. So how? How mm. how how and practical ways that yeah. national speakers take us to a place. So please <laughs> so, yeah. how do you how do you yeah. find your purpose? Yeah, I, I remember in one of the conversations we had in a mentorship series, uh, the, the speaker asked us to answer that question. Paul, who are you? Why are you here? And you should have seen how our answers went in all directions. <laughs> and, and, and since we didn't have a marking guide, we were not so sure. But at the end of the day, she was really didn't seem happy with our answer. That <laughs> kind of got us into reading and trying to understand, um, to get a basic, you know, statement that defines you and a statement that speaks about what you've seen about your life. Yesterday I read the scripture in Proverbs 20, 24, and it said, the Lord orders the steps of men who can therefore fully understand his path. And I read it and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so God orders our steps and who can fully understand their path so it's not like someone has to fully understand everything about themselves and ev- because we are discover discovering different circumstances different environments bring out different aspects of us but one thing is certain we all came full packaged you know when a phone comes it's fully packaged by the maker you know so we all came as full packages and i like the way the bible says it in jeremiah you know jeremiah before you were even born i ordained you you know i i formed you i called you so we have we come with that potential deep within us and the the battle is discovering that potential naming it or recognizing it and then uh, growing yourself to grow in that potential and and then as the growing of that potential is the manifestation of purpose so someone has to look at their lives and and you know there are basic questions you can ask yourselves where did they grow up from see me going into luganda you know where did they grow (laughs) where did they grow up from you know what are what are the traits in my life we are born with personalities 
Each one of us has a personality, and personality is part of our gifting. It speaks into our strength. It speaks into our weaknesses. Have you sat down to analyze your basic personalities? You know, uh, what are your motivations? You know, there's one I would recommend: the Enneagram. You know, just getting to know what motivates you. You find the perfectionists who are motivated by the need to be right, and you know they are they have these high ethical standards. So they, that's the need that drives their motivation. You find the helpers who are driven by the need to be loved and the need to, you know, the need to be needed. So quickly walk through what is my temperament, what is my personality. You know, those are there are so many online tools for anyone who is interested in this. They can jump into these tools and discover what is my temperament, what is my personality. You know, why why do I take responsibility for every problem in the room? You know, why was I born like this? You know, do I have to? There are people who will come and give us a promise and don't keep it and they are happy with their lives. You know, life goes on. (laughs) They are fine with it. For me, I'm here taking self-criticizing, taking everything in. You know, I I need to sit down and ask myself, why is that? And what, what strength does it give me? What weaknesses does it present in my life? What do I need to work on? What do I need to engage in? So go through questions such as that. What are your life experiences? You know, what are your pains? What are your pains? You know, what there are things I see people complaining about and I'm like, oh, this hurts someone, you know. We all have different pains. We all have different passions. And and so great getting a book getting a book somewhere and working through what are my what is my personality and temperament what are my experiences what have i suffered in life because quite often our the places of our suffering are the places if we heal through the suffering are places we gain authority to help others so the earlier you discover oh i suffered like this i grew up in poverty i grew up like this and like that what did that mean i grew up in an abusive home you know I didn't choose that home. What does that mean about my purpose? So you kind of walk through because it's looking at this package that is already complete and now starting to study it. What is my shape? What are my passion? What are my what are my gifts? What are my skills? What do I naturally do? What do people say about me? What do my close friends say about me? What do my parents say about me? When you gather all that stuff together, you'll begin to see some common lines. You know, you look at the life of Joseph, you know, he's very favored in in, in, in with his family. Guys, so favored his dad makes him administrator over his brothers. And of course he's very immature as an administrator, but there he is, you know, and they gives him a coat of his many colours, he's a favored kid, the brothers throw him into a dungeon, God saves his life and he goes to Potiphar's house. What does he become in Potiphar's house? An administrator, you know. He goes into the prison. What do they make him in the in the prison? An administrator. What do when he goes into Potiphar, I mean Pharaoh's house, what does he become? An administrator. You see a very powerful string through every circumstance the young man is thrown in. In the prison, in the in, in Potiphar's house, he becomes an administrator. It's a gift. He has a gift of dreaming, you know, at some point interpretation of dreams, and then you see, you never hear of dreams and interpretation of dreams when he becomes uh, an administrator later on in life. Is that his purpose? Not really, but those are strong gifts in his life. Those are strong lines in his life that he could draw his purpose ultimately was to save the people of israel you know was to bring life in the time of the greatest droughts that will come later on in life so you got to 
to do that you have to reflect on your life you have to spend some time reflecting on your life and doing a proper list of your life you know pains joys passions skills temperaments you know associations environments do a bit of evaluation of all of that you will find some strings about you that carry you through every different situation of your life so that is a little bit a brief and there, there are so many good books I would recommend. There's a book, Who Am I by Tande Adelaja. It's a very good book. There are so many videos someone can engage in. By the time you are done, you have a little bit more understanding of who you are, your path, and why you are here. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's, that, that's interesting. And what you mentioned books and, and some videos. Yeah. I, I think that would tap into coaching and mentorship. Yes, yes. Yes. How 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 would how would you tie this in with coaching and mentorship? Though the there are some people who, mm. who have bad experiences with coaching yes. and mentorship. And mentorship where the yeah. mentor is trying hard to drive yes. to drive their agenda. Yes. Or their perceived agenda or perceived yes. uh, you know of, of who you are and trying yes. to you into that mode so there is there's yeah. also that bit but anyway so w- w- what's the place of coaching and mentorship and even just family yes that's true um i think the world kind of privileged to once now i think a church listened to a someone was it by steven ochola about a father and a mentor and the difference between the two of them and uh, many times we need we, we when you don't recognize the difference you sometimes uh you know go for one when you want the other one i've noticed that in my own life with the mentees but also as a mentee to some a father's role is to help you build infrastructure uh, you know as a father at home with my kids i'm trying to teach them disciplines i'm trying to teach them you know overall life you know the infrastructure their capacity to make decisions um their capacity to you know be who they can be and and be themselves so as a father you're more patient you have to kind of see very far and this is what paul says in the bible he says you have very many instructors but very few fathers now the mentors are coaches mentors are, i need a particular skill honed i need a particular skill I, I want to to learn music so i'm coming to faith to kind of learn music and to grow in my music gift so when i come to that mentor they are going to push me through that routine that rigor which is very very helpful you know there are people you can pick on that can make great mentors but cannot make great fathers but sometimes i found people looking for a father instead of what <laughs> and yet they need a mentor and the other way around so the earlier because i mean some of us have been fathered by pastor clement and we have been privileged to have amazing fathers through my life you know and and these are guys who met me and i am confused i don't have any self-confidence and i am all passionate and all into myself and they kind of start calling you out because the father's role is to call you out and say paul you know the way the lord the father would say jesus this is my son in whom i'm well pleased so they call you out and you gain basic infrastructure of yourself some confidence you're able to dream you're able to be who you're called to be but i've also run into a 
amazing mentors, you know, amazing mentors all around me in my field, in, in you know, in the skills that I'm passionate about. You know, if you know, if I want to tap into more poetry, I'll go to a Sanyo Kisaka somewhere and ask her, and she'll tell me, Paul, that that you're missing that you're going, you're doing the wrong style here. You know, so we have that kind, and we all need that. So you need to recognize first of all, what do you need? You know, and many people approach mentorship wrongly. I've discovered that a lot. That they approach it from the mentor is responsible for my life. No, they are not. <laughs> you know, actually, actually, what I'm learning more and more to make it harder for mentees. Because if a mentee does not have a self-driven passion to know what they want, to know where they want to go, you know, and they're not willing to engage, it doesn't matter how good the mentor is, you know. Jesus was the greatest of fathers, the greatest of mentors. See what happened to our brother Judah, you know, in the devil, you know. So it's never how good the mentor is. It's how prepared you are to pick from the mentor. What questions do you go into a conversation with? In, when you're meeting with a mentor, what do you actually want to achieve? You know, so the more you're self-driven, the easier it is for you to pick from a good mentor, the good father. So mentorship is key because they will call you out, they will help you understand who you are, and they will push your targets if you allow them, because it's still your personal responsibility, not theirs. So they will give you these targets. I mean, their mentees will give a book to, to read and get back to you and they never return, you know. So how can you help them? How can you help them grow? How can you, if they're not doing the basic assignments? So, sorry, I'm going all around the topic I'm passionate <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah, yes. family. <laughs> yeah, family is, family is key, but we've all not been privileged to have the most amazing families, you know. Uh, is it Miles Munro still who says that if your father has darkness, how do you expect them to pass on light to you? So we we come from different, different experiences, you know. Um, if I told you about my family, I picked a lot more of my lessons from my mom and, um, you know, her tenderness, her love to be at peace, a lot from her flag nature and her hardworking nature and so on. My dad, we are so different in personality that I didn't grow up with him most of my time when I was younger, you know, and we don't have the same beliefs. So when we meet, I, I have learned more from his mistakes. I have learned more from, so I appreciate him, I honor that man, not because he's a perfect guy, not because he does things right or he does what I believe in, but him being there, I'm able to see, oh, okay, that stuff is in me. Um, I need to be careful. I need to deal with that. I need grace here. I need so I own another man, and I. So it's not so much family, family as the place to learn. It is supposed to be the place to learn. Biblically, it's supposed to be the place we would pick our lessons because fathers were given the responsibility to teach. But if it's a broken family, it's also a great opportunity because you can learn to be resilient because it's not what happens to you, but you know, at the end of the day, but you know what you choose. You have to make a choice. You know that this stuff that wounds me will be an opportunity for me to grow in compassion. This stuff that messes me up, the stuff that my dad or my mom does that is not right, it also becomes a great place it's still part of the purpose question because you never chose that family so you got to pick the lessons from it be resilient don't be a victim push through if it's not the best of families and still become all god has called you to become mm, there was a common well it was yeah. like a picture that had yeah. Okay, I don't know those cartoon characters. I think it was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Spider-Man mm-hmm. stopping a bus. Yeah. And there was a little kid 
in with a school bus crossing and they named the bus you know my family issues spider man yes. <laughs> me and the kaluta yes. boy my yes. you know my, my legacy of my family and, and yes. it, I, 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 I think it spoke a lot to so many actually one of my workmates told me that recently <laughs> were were headed out of town Yes. And there, you know, lots of conversations happen on those journeys. And you yes. were saying, there's things I grew up seeing in my family, and I yes. have resolved my girls yes. will not experience that. I'm going to do everything I can. Huh? Yes. And for him, yes. he's, he's so sure he's going to mm. live long enough to perfect yes. that. So I don't know, that could yes. be one way of saying, well, that's my purpose. But, <laughs> but, um, yes. How, how, how yeah. is there a way you can mm. sort of name that this is my purpose? Like for you, have you mm. discovered your purpose? So you say my purpose is one, this, two, this, mm. or it's just my purpose is Paul yes. at the line, this. There's nothing mm. like one, two, three, and four. How, how, how is that naming of? I'm tempted to go to your first comment before I answer the next one. I know we're running out of time. Yeah, yeah, there is power in resolve of choosing, you know, I won't go through that. I won't do what my father said. But there's also great power in humility. humility. You remember when Simon Peter said that, you know, Jesus, I'm not going to deny you. And the Lord looked at him and was like, you (laughs) You know, I see you totally (laughs) denying me. (laughs) So... There is a process people go through to break patterns. uh, Someone has to kind of seek for counsel and not just assume because many abused children become abusers, you know, and it's a common thing because sometimes people do it in their pride, you know, I'm different from my dad in anger, in bitterness, I'm not going to do that. Trust me, pride comes before a downfall. God resists the proud. So that's why we prefer identification, realizing, hey, I'm as weak as my father's as weak as my mother but i don't want to get the same process so you get to repent ask god for mercy ask god for grace to be able to break those patterns if you don't do that it's many times you'll end up and you'll get to realize that hey you know my dad was a polygamist it's running in my blood you know but when you find grace you're able to to come through it and no i did not do it because of my resolve i did it because of god's grace you know so i just wanted to comment on that because it's i find it very very important when people are breaking patterns but now mm-hmm. but can you get to discover you know can you come up with a statement yes you can yes mm-hmm. you can deep within if you do that so-called funeral you know statement yeah. you you discover deep values in your heart you know that, what are your values when you discover your values and your core beliefs you are able to craft a statement out of your own life you know um Personally, I did craft something based on my deepest core value, which is I want to stand before God and hear him say, well done, you know, good and faithful servant. So when I wrote down my values from just that statement, you know, I could pick out, you know, I got to work hard. It's very valuable for me to work myself out and empty myself. You know, I got to live a life that is abundant. I got to keep reaching for the stars. I have there's that continual passion within me because I really want to be 
one god can say to well done you know the other deep value is to be good so i got to grow in fruit i have to grow in virtue you know so i have to give myself to a discipleship process a growing process and i need to have growth plans in my life you know faithfulness just bringing pleasure to god staying single focus just drawing close to him being a person of integrity holiness and truth you know these are things i'm reading actually from a statement i have right before me you know and then to be a servant i want to serve god and others you know i want to grow in love and compassion so when you are able this these are what they call global calls we are we you need to come up with what you call a global call a generic call that gives you a sense of direction that speaks into your values what is your value statement what are the most important values in your life so you should be able to write this down your beliefs and your values then from there you can now work through your own experience with people so i i i have had prophetics we have prophetics we've had people what people have said about you or prophetically we have uh, you know what people have said about your close friends people who know you slowly you will find a statement you know and so personally i'm one of those you call multi-talented people so i am not one who will settle in one direction because the bible says that when the lord left he left one with one talent one other with two talents and another with five talents so you find one who was very happy with just one talent very happy with uh you know doing one thing at a time i am not that kind I, you you know i'll mess up the world if you gave me only one thing and then you find those who are too talented and then you find those who are five talented the guy can be effective in five directions so when someone is that you're able to pick out you know what are the things dear to me personally i have written statements on individuals you know what i do i do when i meet a friend like faith when i meet a friend like what is my impact i'm always looking what is my impact i'm called to father i'm called to mentor i'm called i need to kind come up with a statement of my influence that i want to have and the influence people have experienced of me if even in my immaturity you know that stuff comes out very strongly i have something about i like about family i like something about networks about the church about the nation so i've gone down personal and written in detail to the level of understanding i have i keep refining i keep growing and and then getting better words for it but it's still core there are still core things that have been carrying through my life so yes you can come up with a statement and you need to live from it and allow it to grow because who can fully understand their path allow it to grow it doesn't necessarily change but you get more understanding of it because the path of the righteous goes brighter and brighter until the perfect day so to all the perfectionists out there bambi when you write it down don't keep seeing looking at it every morning just to make sure <laughs> no <laughs> you, you won't have a life <laughs> you want to have a life if you did that <laughs> yes yeah. and I, i think the more you reflect or take time to deliver yes. this purpose it gets yes. ingrained in you you know it yes. fills you it consumes you so you yes. may not necessarily have to look at it every day you no. could have um, other supplementing tools maybe a vision board or something yes Uh, yes. as opposed to going to cram that it's like cramming the what what's the longer one the work the mission <laughs> the, of, of, yes like cramming the mission <laughs> now actually I, i like something john maxwell said he spoke about for you need to have at least four words that give you life eh? mm. you know in in one or two days 
that word you know Femi spoke about leading he spoke about uh, communication so each one of us has some little four words if you sat down and looked at your words you discover that if i do one of these things in at least two days i feel alive i come alive you know there are rivers that flow so when you come up with just one two three personally i have some words if i'm not building you know building life building something i'm not involved in some building or something i don't feel so alive if i'm not leading if i'm not mentoring if i'm not inspiring if you don't have those words somewhere you kind of you it's kind of you kind of have a struggle in life so you can come up with those words that you reflect on why am i feeling very low today why am i low on energy because every time you engage in just one of those words you have a lot of energy for the day hmm. yeah wow. all right thank you thank you paul it's been lovely and of course fun question i haven't forgotten yes. <laughs> I thought I'd skip that one. No way. No, no. So, what is one weird, okay, funny thing you did to get mm. someone's attention? Mm. Like something out of the audience. Something funny. Something that you. Wow. <laughs> to get someone's attention. <laughs> oh my God. Um, can I use my wife? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and maybe this is not the right context for the story, but I mm-hmm. gave her, um, I gave her an earring, I gave her a set of earrings, I gave her a ring, these were like uh, in blue kind of, uh, what's the kind of material, I don't, can't even remember the material, but I gave her a set of a ring, earrings, and uh, a bangle. And mm-hmm. I, I really did not get that I got her attention. It was that weird. But I gave it to her out of the blue before we were even in a close circle of friendship. Yeah. Oh. One of the things that, that sparked our... That brought all the Talking attention I have right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how weird that is, but it's something I did. I look back and I'm like, Nepal, you are so dumb. <laughs> but anyway, it, 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 it produced it produced something that I'm enjoying up to now. You had not yet started talking stages. No, no, no. I was not even thinking about it that deeply. <laughs> oh, I for Just, you? Uh, wait, I told you it's a story for another day. When you you're talking family matters. <laughs> friend. Yeah. When you're talking you family have... matters, we shall talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Right. Kale. It's lovely having you, Paul. Um, I've been glad to be here. Yes, so it's so lovely. Regards to the beautiful Irene and your four lovely children. I, I will do that. Yeah. We hope to have you I, again next time. You'll always be a joke. Thank you, Faith. Sure. So thank you guys for listening. Please share. And if you have any questions, you get in touch with me. Any questions for Paul, still get in touch with me and I will forward them to him. If you know him already, you can directly get in touch with him. Uh, Stick around for the next episode.